Hey, Paul. Hey, Rich. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm still a little sniffly, but my energy's back. So you're going to hear an energetic, sniffly guy on this podcast. You sound a little better. I'm doing all right. I'm on Energy level's better. Good, Life good. Is good. Life is good. good. Um, so guess what I'm not? What are you? <laughs> Don't do it. Oh, man. Oh, it's a tough one. Don't oh. do it. Oh. I'm not addicted or opening the app Threads. Oh, God. Tell the people what Threads was. Okay, was you? It sounds like it belongs in history books at this point. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I no, knew, and I think I tweeted it out just so I could say, "See, I told you so." I knew that when it came out, and it was good. Like Threads was solid. It scaled. It was fast. It All was right. So wait, in, wait, hold on, because people will yeah, be let's listening go to back. this. Like they might be listening to this in September 2023, and no one will know what Threads was. So sure. tell them. Just three weeks from now. Threads was um, essentially a Twitter clone, in effect, a Twitter clone, um, made by Meta, Facebook's parent company, um, because they saw that Twitter was kind of skidding into um, this terrible sort of pit of shit. And so they're like, you know what? We have a giant audience, as in like a third of the earth. Uh, why don't we come up with a Twitter clone? So they came up with something called Threads. I think okay. it's by the Instagram team. I think it's more as closely associated with the Instagram team. And, you know, they had the users. So it was very easy for you to just log in with your Instagram account or Facebook account or however way they're doing it. And within like a day, they had 50 million users or some ridiculous number, right? And then everyone was like, man, it is pleasant over there. It is just yeah. nice. Nobody's yelling at anyone. I just saw that Miley Cyrus jumped on. It's going to be great. And that's the end of Twitter. And this has happened like four times. Uh, Mastodon showed up and is like, well, guess what? We got right here. Well, there wait, is I, no... Hold, hold on. Yeah, this one no. is a little different. Like Mastodon is, hey, you know what? There's this federated, non-controlled, build-it-yourself network of Twitter-like experiences over here in the Federation. Which, which had been around prior to all the like Twitter melting. And so people were like, well, I guess, you know, I, I'm looking for something different. I'll give that a go. But mm -hmm. I mean, let's be real. Like the Fediverse adoption curve is just always going to be slower because it's dirtier and the apps, it's not, it doesn't it's, have one nice more, central yeah. app. And yeah. You got to set up an account on a server. And so like there, so Mastodon does its own thing, but yeah, there's blue sky, which is just a Twitter clone. You know, just so I Twitter think it has like, by ex Twitter people. It has um, like a kind of crypto aspect. They're always, you know, there's like they're always trying to add one. There's always an angle. Yeah. yeah. There's there's For, one called Post, which raised a yeah. bunch of money, which is another Twitter clone. But everybody has their little twist on it. Well, because as if it's was a interesting because it's like Mark Zuckerberg, and it was naked. It was just like, yeah, this is our Twitter. Uh, we, we're we're not gonna worry about that. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. they put. It got like 150 billion users in like a minute, which is essentially half of Twitter's active user base. Like it's a lot. Yeah, yeah, but a tenth of Facebook's user base. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> or some something like that. Yeah, and 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 I knew, I knew that it was going to fade off, and and it led me to think about 
other bad relationships in my life. And I don't mean by bad relationships as in other people, but you have, we have relationships that we know are not healthy. And they could be with objects. They could be with nationalities. They could be with religions um, that we stick to. And I don't think people, people think that it's about a feature set or about starting fresh, but here is the thing. Culture and social dynamics do not migrate. No, that's you real. can't export that data. They well, just don't. Threads had an immediate, like clearly they were they were seeding it with Instagram influencer types who are yeah. like, "Oh yeah. man, is this my favorite new social network or what?" You know, there's a lot of that kind of content, and uh, so that was a rough go. You get in there, you're yeah. like, oh, "All right," and then all the regular people show up, people like me. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I just don't have it in me anymore. I don't think anybody does. We're just like, oh, God, remember how the last one turned out? Why will this be better? And there's no answer. It's just like, ah, oh, you're going to get to engage with brands. Like, we're back to 2006. Yeah, and 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 I don't, I don't think that anyone wants to start fresh. I don't think anyone does. Like, I think it's, I think. Uh, well, what's the, the benefit? TikTok is like, I'm going to show you a hot girl dancing with a duck. And then she'll give you duck farming tips. But yeah. she'll do a dance. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. I've never seen that before. Yeah. Right? And, like, go ahead. Yes. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I think. So like, what did Threads have? It was like, well, it's another text box. And this one is endorsed by Mark Zuckerberg, who, you know, he's doing better lately. But. Yeah, not an unalloyed history of successful advocacy for the consumer's interest over his own. Correct. Correct. Um, I want to get back so, to something you said, though. Hold up. Yeah, because I think this is important, and I think it's really subtle. The great sin on social media that people like to call out over and over and over again, and it's sort of like I'm very grew up very lefty. It's like, the great sin of progressivism is always hypocrisy. You know, like you, you, mm. you are, you're a hypocrite. You took the money, you got the job and you got yeah. the insurance and so yeah. on, which is why people, I think often people age out of it because they literally are like, oh my God, I have two kids. It's yeah. Like, I want I a house in the backyard. Yeah. I guess yeah, I'm going to yeah. go for some hypocrisy. Certainly I did. So, yeah. um, what's real is that every engagement with a system that's a lot bigger than you comes with a hypocrisy tax. Every single one, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. most people, I think, on earth who are not focused on their ideology, but just kind of like want to hang out, yeah. are utterly happy to pay that tax. Could care less. Oh, totally, totally. And, and, and I think what's interesting is, I think when people leave, and you saw this intensely when Musk bought Twitter, and it started, like the weird changes started to come in, people viewed their exit as an act of defiance, is like, I'm done here. You can find yeah, yeah. me on this new address at this new neighborhood that is much nicer and everyone respects each other. Bye. And then they leave. And then, to your point, 85% of the people on there are like, well, where's he going? <laughs> they just no. go back to what they were doing. Number one. Number two it gets real lonely on the other side there because nobody came with you. You thought you had power there that you were going to you were going to be the beginning of a migration out but you yeah. didn't. You well, just the didn't. The platform has the power. I actually think though I do think Twitter truly is dying. I think social media is dying. I, I just don't think like 
the yeah. appetite for it in the culture is can sustain. It was this very new and novel thing. It brought everybody together, and then yeah. I think everybody went, "Oh God, no!" I'm kind of tired. Like when you saw it in waves, like it's it's good for updates about Grandma's health, yeah. but it also gets real depressing. And like then Twitter, Twitter is now at this point where yeah, everybody, a lot of people did leave, right? Like tens of millions yeah. have kind of drifted off. Most people never posted; they just watched. And now. Yeah. There was a point a little while ago where it felt like it was getting to its true form was just naked primate screaming, just people dunking and just kind of nothing yeah. but but battles. Yeah. yeah. But even that, everybody, get, humans just get bored. I, I cannot emphasize enough. I feel like if I could go back and rebuild my career from first principles, I would just build it around the concept of humans having at most collectively a six-month attention span for some new world-changing idea. <laughs> And then, then back to the, back, back to the median. Yeah. 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 Is that, and, 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 you know, when I think about this, uh, I, I think about, um, what we tend to drift back to valuing, right. Which are, which are very relatable, but less interesting and exciting to the rest of the world things, right? And that could be your job, that could be your profession, that could be your research, that could be a hobby. Um, and I think a lot of that happens now further away from these platforms because the platforms don't reward it. They just don't reward no, if you like, having a club, right? They just don't. Because it's literally like, hey, check out my model train. And someone will be like, hey, that model train is, uh, you know, the scale model there was used by the Germans to plan war crimes. Right. You'll be like, whoa, <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. I just installed a little horn. And they're like, yeah, yeah, well, that's your part of the problem. And you just, which like, it could be true. That's not true, but it could be true. But you, wanna... you're just like, I just want to run my choo-choo around the track. Yeah, I think, look, and I'm going to tell you, I hate this phrase. I hate the phrase town square. Oh, yeah, I can't it's a rough stand one. it. I can't uh, it stand it because- a, It is a favorite of the billionaires, too. Billionaires love a good time. This was, I wrote about this. I wrote about how oh, Wired, they, uh, in Wired, because uh, my, my thesis is that God destroyed Twitter because it became too much like the Tower of Babel. You just can't get everybody together. And then yeah. it, it, God just occasionally comes down. And it's just like, just like nope, enough. <laughs> nope, you're not doing that. Because it scatter yeah. you to all the different lands. Um, yeah. twi- the, a billionaire loves a global town square. And I, I think it's because it's a market. I think they're like, oh, you get everybody together. Woo, finally, it's going to be efficient. We can get Bitcoin. Anyway, and there's were, also that love. Something. No, no, no. And there's also that love of like, well, at the town square, everyone is free to express themselves. Oh, there's yeah, that yeah. feeling of like just unfettered freedom of expression. It's also like these guys, I mean, New York, everyone needs to live in New York for like a year, especially if they're about to become a billionaire. <laughs> come to like, Washington Square Park. Yeah, come, like, a, square. like a man is wearing no shirt. Like, you know, uh, it's. Oh, God. I went out to get dinner and somebody, as I walked out, somebody was just like, your skin is dead white. You are the reason that there, you are the devil. You know what I'm just oh, like? Yeah, yeah. Cool. And yeah. it's, you know, those guys, they're in football. Yeah. It's totally yeah. like they've been around. They used to be in Times Square. It's, it, yeah. They've been around forever. It's, that's part of the town square. I actually, in a, in a horrible way, I, I, I see them with almost affection, but, yeah. um, 
But like, I, that's, I a, that's not what they're saying when they say town square. Well, I guess if there's an optimist, look, I'll give them one thing about it is I think it's an optimistic view of people to say, oh, the town square is a wonderful thing. I think when I think town square, I think weirdos. Yeah. I also think everyone is talking shit about everyone else in smaller groups yes. <laughs> in the town square. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if it's cynical or it's just realistic. I'm just being realistic about just human nature. And I guess I want to toss the question to you. Is this just, is this just us? Like yes. fundamentally? Oh, come on, Paul, you got to yes. give us an out no. here, man. No, there is. Everybody ending this podcast? Is this the end of our advice right no, at this very no, moment? This, this is, I think, I'm going to bring two things back together. So one is, I just said, I would love to rebuild my career along the principle of just humans getting bored, right? Yeah. Human behavior does not fundamentally change. It just doesn't. We could mm. have another World War II tomorrow. We really could. Yeah. We know this. Yeah. And we've yeah. taken steps collectively as a society for more than 70 years because that was so bad we don't want it to happen again. So we yeah. don't have regular nuclear, mis uh, nuclear bomb explosions on Earth. Mm. Mm. Because that's so bad, right? Well, so it, are... it, we just saw the end game, right? Like, and yeah. that was terrifying, and that's you know mutual assured destruction, and so we sort of tiptoed back. But we're still we're like, you know what? But artillery is still cool, right? And so we still have a lot of conventional wars around the world. <laughs> that was very confusing to me as an adolescent to read about like the Geneva Conventions because I'm like, why don't you just stop it? Right? Like, why, why do? We... Yeah, right. That's like, very you're... optimistic. No, you're like 15. Like, you know, you're why do they? Yeah. Yeah. But then what, what you don't think of as a 15-year-old is like, what enforcement mechanism will, will yeah. stop it? Right? Yeah, and so, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, so, but wait, wait, wait. So, like, all right, I don't think the fundamentals of human behavior change, even in relation to extremely exciting technology. What I do mm, think happens is mm. humans get excited by that possibility, and because mm -hmm. we're so innately bored... We lead in and we go, oh my God, AI is going to change everything. And I'm going to tell mm. you the truth. I'm looking at the mid-journey, like, you know, look at the images this AI can create. And it is big titty anime girls staring at the camera yeah. over and over and over again. I'm like, okay, yeah. here we are, right? Here's where we've ended up. We've ended up back where you could have predicted we'd end up, big yeah. titty anime girls, one yeah. after the other, endlessly. Yeah. And they're bad. Yeah. It's like bad art. Yeah. A computer makes, so we, we made a computer make bad art and we're back to the boring place. Right. I and think so, what you're saying is, is that, is that tech technology and computers and, and the internet don't, they, they aspire to change human behavior, but we're just always going to revert back to the norm. All of our systems aspire to change human behavior, religion, um, you know, mm, healthcare, mm, right? Mm, like, Mm. What changes human behavior? Some drugs, exercise regimes. Democracy is actually, you know, I, I'm not one of those people who's like the founding fathers were the great geniuses, but what they were geniuses of is a kind of compromise. Even when it was like the most ethically fraught compromise, like around slavery. Yeah. They were like, we got, we got to figure it out. We're just going to get that. We're going to get away from England. We're going to get this thing together. Democracy is a fantastic compromise because you're just going to, I just went, um, to pick my kids up from camp. So you always want to have like a little mission along the way. So my wife and I stopped at the W.E.B. Dubois 
uh, mm. sort of Hobe site. So for those who don't know, look them up. It's in Massachusetts. Yes, absolute founding, uh, one of the most brilliant people who's ever lived in America, first uh, African-American PhD uh, at Harvard, I think. And yeah, great intellectual. Yeah, created yeah. infographics and a real, <laughs> sort of got slammed at the end as a communist, partially because he joined the communist party. But like, you know, was a, a true activist uh, mm. from the, 18, from the I guess the late 1800s, early 1900s, uh, into the 50s and 60s, for the rights of African-American people and sort of the global rights mm. of, yeah. of African-descended yeah. people. And you're up there and like what he said over and over, and this is as you do the walk through the woods where they have little plaques, he was a huge, huge fan of democracy because he just believed that it was probably the best way to get change. Like that people would learn and they would figure stuff out and they would get smarter and they would vote. And it, that's not a popular viewpoint when you throw everybody together in the town square on Twitter, mm. but I still buy it. I, I think we're in a rough patch right now, but I still buy that. Like we're, we're smarter and better as humans than we were in like 1840. Like we're, we're yeah. it's just not as fast as like you would have thought when you got that Pentium 15 years ago. We didn't, we, we don't move as fast as our technology. Yeah. And, 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 that's a great point. And, and you, you know, we're talking about mechanisms that actually change human behavior and actually tip us in the right direction. I think democracy is one of them. I think what I would tweak to what you're saying here is that I think what the founding fathers got right is that all those systems they put in place, all the checks and balances, all the mechanisms around, like, it's actually quite distrustful of humans in fact like extremely nobody like, can really do anything without the okay of everyone else and they knew they'd be at each other's throats and they understood that and it's actually quite it's almost like a a cynical view of and of really embracing the idea that look this is going to be shitty right every Let's, good how, how system, do we minimize the bad every good system is paranoid about human behavior i mean a good uh Counter example here is what happened in the Catholic Church around child abuse, right? Like the system is broke down. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't they had so much faith in themselves yeah. that they exploited vulnerable people, which is exactly contrary to the whole freaking shebang, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would I do want to just uh go off on a brief tangent. I, I started to watch John Adams, which was a miniseries on HBO. With Paul Giamatti. Yeah, that's the thing. I can't do it's it because I can't. It's you know, just, founding father Paul Giamatti. It's because it's, it's ridiculous. Just it's just yeah. him. He's already. Like, oh, you know, I think his wife is Laura Dern. In the, yeah. in it. No, it's not Laura who, Dern. Laura Liddy. Laura Linney. Laura Liddy. Who just looks like looks the part. Like oh, she's great. Very dignified great. and thoughtful. Yeah, that, and then Paul Giamatti just. Fell out of a Brooklyn bodega into the 1700s. And they shave his head. At one point, you're just like, no, 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 don't. Yeah, yeah. It what was are bad. you guys? I, I, I'm off to Philadelphia, my dear. You know, just, oh, God. oh God. Oh, you really? If if that was, yeah. you're you're just like, there's no way this country can work out. Yeah. When you see that, you're like, no yeah. wonder. We can't end it on Paul Giamatti. Let's sort of bring it home here. I, I think. And, and I don't think this is advice. I think this is acknowledgement and understanding that people don't change. Human behavior doesn't change. And that the systems that aspire to change 
Um, and a lot of that comes from tech. Some of it comes from philosophy. Some of it comes from like, you know, political ideas. It can be a lot of different things. That system has to understand that people don't change. To me, what democracy is, is there is the ideal. And then there is the sort of watered downs. Like, look, if we can make it 20% better, we won here. It's still yeah. better than a dictatorship, right? That's all we got. That's all we got. So let's run with that. And I think having that humility, most, that's the thing about billionaires, right? They're convinced that if it's their town square, oh, it's going to be different We've had them in the office and they will say the words, only I can fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you wild. Know, it's here, wild. Here's the thing. And I think about this, the, the product you and I are building now, it's called a board. It's the sponsor of this podcast and so on and so forth. The products that I wanted to build in my thirties, let's say, mm. I still had a lot of like, if we get this right, boy, we're going to blow up the world. Yeah. I really believe that. But what I've seen, and this is true of Google, this is true of Twitter, this is true of everything. There'll be these brief moments where you're like, whoa, new society just showed up. I can't believe it. Here we yeah. are. We're living in the future. Yeah. And then the old stuff always asserts itself. I remember writing, yep. you know, the first time with Twitter, it was, um, and I wrote about this. I wrote about this for the New Yorker early days. It was when uh, Turkey just turned off the internet. During, uh, like, <laughs> people Turn it were, off. no, people were uh, spray painting DNS in and then it's around Turkey. That's wild because Erdogan <laughs> had shut off the internet because everybody was using Twitter too much during the protests. Yeah. And, and it was like, and I remember postulating, like, you know, a, a dictator with this megaphone, you know, we, we talk about it always being positive, positive, positive. A dictator with this megaphone could really do a lot of damage, never assuming that that would be an American president on Twitter. Yeah, you know, yeah. exactly, of, exactly. But, um, but yeah, no, no, all these platforms, what, what I think about the town square is that the global town square must be a very, very structured place. You can get a little signal in media is a global town square. Mm, mm, uh, democracy mm. allows people to express themselves. Constant expression of thousands and thousands of voices where everybody's together gets you like QAnon. Like yeah. It's, it's, it's dangerous. Yeah. Cause viral ideas can spread without, it's that old line about, you know, a lie could travel the world five times before the truth puts on its boots. Like that, that yeah. kind of thing. Right. Yeah. 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 Cause, cause you're satisfying people. You're giving them a sugar and fat. Um, I really do believe that the best thing you could do building technology is empower small groups to do the things they want to do. Mm. And hope everybody beats up later through the mm -hmm. other through the big systems that we use mm -hmm. to manage our society. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you know, if I was twenty five, I think I'd believe differently. But this is this is where I'm at right now. I think I think those small groups, especially ones that are act you know active and towards a cause or trying to make something a little bit better, they don't want they don't want the dopamine hit of acknowledgement. They just they're doing their thing. They're following a particular mission and they're trying to make the world like point two percent better. And that. Or each other better, yeah. frankly. It could be a hobby that has nothing to do with an altruistic cause, and that's fine too. Um, but at least it's not it's not running towards the, the scoring mechanisms around social dynamics, which are always ba a bad scene. It's yeah. just a bad scene. Um, all right, Paul, tell me about a board. You mentioned it earlier. Well, my friends, a board is a tool for managing all kinds of information. It is a tool for 
bringing in tons of links from the web and it turns them into these beautiful cards that you can move around and organize. You can put them in stacks. You can add tags to them. We just made it really easy to do whatever the thing is that you do. So if you are into model trades, a, a board is like a really good place to for you and your model trade buds to play. Rod Stewart, that's you. We're talking yeah. to you right now. It's for those who don't know, Rod Stewart is an absolute model trade enthusiast. Um, no, like if you're like, truly, this is a good platform for model trade folks to organize themselves, figure out the beat up, look at the model trades that they really want to buy, and the, you know, the little tiny trees. They always get those little trees. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Like put in places. Yeah. And uh, so that that's what a board is for. It's for that kind of community and that kind of group. Now, that group could also be the local mutual aid society or sure. the the free library or the little yep. company that you're starting. So it, it's, it's for that. So, but, but check it out on board.com. Really big changes coming really, really soon or big announcements coming from a yep. board. If you, if you're yep. not in yet, you are going to be in soon. That's the way I would put it. Uh, and you're listening to Ziotti Ford at the Ziotti Ford podcast advisors podcast at ZiottiFord.com and at Ziotti Ford on X, which we use. We're not going to, hide that fact we're on x we tweet out our episodes i, I got yelled at it i got yelled at about it the other day by a sort of old internet hand who's like why are you still here and it was like oh man i don't know that's amazing. who cares that's amazing. like like who cares? I, there is an element of like who cares just who oh cares? i think one sure. of the healthiest we've had we've talked about this about not caring too much for all the wrong reasons on the internet it's like who cares is one of the healthiest things you can say to yourself while you're using the internet I feel that New York City really helps here because, like, when I, I come down out of the office, there's a guy sitting on the steps reading a book who's a retired yeah. doorman. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and uh, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's reading his book. He's not he's worried about Twitter books. right now. He's, he's living. A good, he's living yeah. a completely functional American life where everything we do is kind of irrelevant. Yes, I, I know this person, and he says things to me like, "It looks nice today. I'm going to take a longer walk than usual." Yeah, that's literally he's, what he said. He, literally, it is. He has every single element of citizenship that we have, and has decided on a different path. And it is. He's rocking it, as far as I can tell. <laughs> he's <And> killing he, it. <laughs> he's not thinking about Twitter, right? Not at all. He doesn't even know what it is. Yeah, so I, I do feel like there's just enormous. That guy is right there at the global square. He's just yeah. like, would you all shut up? Yeah, yeah. He's all having right. his like biscotti and espresso exactly. just watch it everybody raw jealousy every time i walk yeah. by all right yeah. friends uh we will talk to you soon thank you for Have a lovely week bye, -bye. bye, -bye.